Money FM 89.3, best of weekends. Welcome back to Saturday morning here on Money FM 89.3. Glenn Van Zutphen and Neil Humphreys with you all the way up until noon today, a little more than an hour or so. And uh, many of us are getting back on the road traveling. Neil, we have heard the stories of, well, we've seen it. I've seen it in the airport, getting busy again. Everyone's online. Everyone's trying to figure out where to go, how to go, and not have to spend a fortune to get there. Absolutely. And you, I know you're looking at your London. I'm going ahead in June, and mm-hmm. you and I have both know that Changi Airport is getting busier and busier. Singaporeans are on the move. Well, as these uh, travel is increasing again, uh, there is a newly launched something called Trip Trends. It's a series um, that is being done by Trip.com. And uh, giving us insights into what's happening around the region with travel to get some more insight into what Trip Trends is and what it's telling us. Let's welcome Johnson Ong, who is the market director of Trip.com. Johnson, welcome to Money FM. Hi, good morning. Hi, Glenn. Hi, Neil. Great to have you with us. Yeah, tell us about tell us about Trip Trends. What what is its purpose? All right, so you know the borders reopening, right? So Trip Trend is a set of data that we have published based on the recent um, guest behavior, based on the trends that we have seen. Um, where are people traveling to in Asia Pacific or more to Southeast Asia? Where are we going? And maybe some of the things that uh, we can be looking out for. So it'll be a series of our company that every time we notice any interesting trends or you know characteristic, we'll be sharing with um, our industry partners um, as well as our consumers. Nice. Well, it's, I mean, it's a great idea. Very yeah. relevant. Singaporeans, Singaporean families are on the move. School holidays. I'm looking at the causeway right now, Johnson. It's packed. Oh, yeah. So Singaporeans yeah. are on the move. So let's talk about some of the more popular destinations, maybe start with Thailand, always popular with Singaporeans during the school holidays. What trends are you seeing there? Oh, I, I think for Singapore, um, consumer Singaporean as uh, in perspective, right, I think the key destination that we are going to are like um, Thailand and Malaysia. So especially, um, you know, right now, only although the borders have opened for like about close to a month, we have seen like a growth of like um, over 60% year on year. Wow. And with more than um, 60% of our bookings that are going overseas, and majority of it is going to Thailand. You know, Thailand is one of the favorite um, destinations by Singaporeans. And we see they are going to like uh, beach places, like for example, um, to uh, Phuket, to Pattaya, as well as Bangkok, you know, where you get all your massages and all your good food. Yep. <laughs> so Bangkok, is, you know, they are definitely welcoming back the um, Singaporean as well as the recent change in their policy to remove the PCR test and all as well. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm seeing it, your stats a, for yeah. Thailand, it's uh, 85% year-on-year on Trip.com's Thailand site. So you, there's definitely an increase there. Yep, yep. So that's also, um, I think apart from cross-border traveling, I think um, domestic traveling is also getting stronger and stronger. So uh, within the Thai market itself, we're seeing a lot more um, domestic traveling within the country itself. Yeah. yeah but I think for Singapore, Singaporeans, we are different, you know. I think we want to get out of the countries. Yeah, so, you know... We've seen people, like, like I mentioned, people are traveling over to Malaysia, to Thailand, to Australia. Yep. We're talking with Johnson Ong, the market director of Trip.com, about the new Trip Trends series that Trip.com is doing, giving us uh, insights into data and what's happening around the region. How about, uh, how about let's pick on a couple of others. How about South Korea? What, what are you noticing in South Korea on your Trip Trends? Well, South Korea also eager to travel out, I think, as borders reopen. I mean, um, the key areas that they are going to be, I think, uh, beach attention as well. I think they are going to um, U.S., Taipan, they are going to um, Philippines, and as well as to um, Vietnam as well. Mm. So going back to where they used to be, used to love to go, and, and uh, you know, the pent-up demand is, is very strong, and that's why we are seeing a very good growth and pickup as well. 
Yeah. yeah, and I think it's also one of the favorite destinations by Singaporeans as well. Mm, mm. And Vietnam, yeah. I, I just came back from Vietnam last week. Uh, lots of people going there. It was, uh, it was. I wouldn't say it was crowded in the airport yet, but clearly the tourists are heading back to Vietnam. Correct. Yeah, it's exciting times for all of us, especially in Southeast Asia region. I think um, we are seeing Southeast Asia countries taking the lead. Um, if the recovery, as you know, um, border restriction get lifted, and it's, it's more stable, it looks like our policy will remain um, as it is for quite some time. Yeah. Or yeah. even get loser. Yeah. I'm looking at some of your figures, Johnson. Uh, for Trip.com Group says that Pacific Asia Travel Association's project- projections for international visitor arrivals into Asia will grow by 100% in the next year. Where is that confidence coming from? Um, I think it's, it's, it's based on the data and the data searches that we have seen since border reopening. I mean, um, not only leisure travelers are traveling, business are also coming back. Um, traveling as well over the world. I mean, you know, it has sort of, sort of been a hot for the last two years. We've been doing our meetings over Zoom, but I think for businesses, it's also um, important that we see each other face-to-face. Um, so that's what we can see, you know, like um, leisure travelers are going to come back. Business travelers are going to come back. I think more and more events are going to come back to Singapore as well, mm. you know, as, yeah. as we lose our restrictions, yeah. Johnson, uh, the trip trends that you are telling us about now and, and all this data and, 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 and these insights that you're aggregating is – is the public at large able to see any of this, or is this just going strictly to your travel partners, you know, the big businesses that you work with, the airlines, the hotels, etc.? Is this an industry tool, or is it something that anyone can, can look at? Yeah, this uh, will be accessible by anyone, consumers and um, travel partners as well. Mm. So, I mean, um, different series will be maybe focusing on different areas of things that, that we are looking at, but maybe, um, you know, you can provide insights to hotel partners as um, new consumer trends, um, what are consumer looking for when I travel these days compared to pre-COVID days, you know, there could be change in travel patterns. But as well as for consumer, you know, you can see that <coughs> what, excuse me, what are the people that, uh, you know, when people travel out now, what are the things they look for, uh, what, what are the places that they go to. So I think it will fit for both um, consumer as well as our travel partners. And where do they find Where do they find it? Is it just on the trip.com website? Yep, it'll be on the trip.com website. I think we'll be loading it on our blog. We'll continue to a blog that we're um, uploading as a series. Yeah. So, I mean, tell us about that blog, uh, Johnson. What was the inspiration for the Trip Trend series? I mean, what were you? What were the gaps in the market mm. that you felt needed to be filled? Mm, I think it's because that you know, for the past two years, everything has been lying low for for travel industry. Uh, we are not talking so much about travel industry. Everything is about um, battling against um, COVID. You know how we get the numbers start and stuff. And finally, you know, policies are open, and then people are really you know, um, people want to travel. But then travel could be different. Mm. You know, the things that people look out for could be could be different. Like where do you want to stay? What type of hotel you want to stay? You know, what flight timing to pick and what flight uh, policies to pick could be different. So that's where we want to share with our industry partners as well. Hey, you know, this is a new consumer behavior. It's not like uh, the past anymore. And that's why we need to have this trip trend to keep uh, constantly updating our partners, updating our consumer. Um, these are new be- user behavior. This is where people want to go to. And yep, and that's why we come up with this trip trend. And what are some of the, the consumer behavior trends that you're seeing? Mm. I mean, the obvious one for me for the longest time, if any destination, I mean, I haven't been anywhere for nearly three years, but the key number one issue for me was the COVID restrictions, you know, the forms, the testing, the this and that. That was the number one priority for me. But I'm guessing now that's changing uh, because there are fewer restrictions in place. So what are the consumer behavior trends that you're seeing now? Um, I think in terms of, I, I mean, we are traveling, but I think um, confidence takes time to build. So right now, based on our trend that we are seeing, right, 
people are still um, traveling more to short haul distance, but of course there are some that going further away um, to Europe and stuff like that. But I think majority of our uh, data shows that most are still doing um, short haul travel. And I think flexible cancellation is important as well because we because it just reopened, we don't know how things will turn out to be. So um, people are still booking on flexible cancellation. Yeah. And for Singaporeans, uh, we are seeing that, you know, we are ready to travel. So we are quite kind of last minute uh, bookers. Yeah, so we plan quite last minute. I mean, it could be just across the crossway that we can know. Yeah, after we work, just yeah, jo- Johnson. That yeah, that's a great that's a great insight. And it's a question that that I've often wondered about the the cancellation policy. Is that something that in your case Trip dot com decides, or is that a policy that comes from your partner, let's say Singapore Airlines or Scoot? Does it come from them, or does it come from you in terms of how people can uh, change their ticket or cancel it? So we work together with our partners, airlines and hotels partners. So we provide um, different uh, cancellation policies depending on need. So I would say that uh, most of our partners still offer a free cancellation uh, policy to, to, to trip.com. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because at the end of the day, we need to see where, what, what the consumer requires and, and their needs. So that's, that's how we will plan our business strategies according to consumer needs. Yeah, and that's because of, mostly because of COVID and what we've all experienced. You know, people need a last-minute cancellation if they get sick or whatever. All right. But things could change, you know, in coming months or in the next quarter or so as, um, you know, situation continues to develop. If it gets better, then maybe people will go back to, you know, booking uh, non-refundable booking. Mm. And, and yeah, so we never know. So that's why we will be doing a series of trends so we can keep everyone updated of what the, what's the um, latest consumer behavior, you know, what are the things that's happening in the travel industry. There's one thing you mentioned there, Johnson, that fascinates me. I don't know if you can answer it because it's quite a psychological question, but there seems to be a contradiction. You know, you just mentioned there, Singaporeans are quite kiasu. We're wearing masks everywhere still, indoors and outdoors. We're quite risk averse. And yet at the same time, you're telling me we're also doing last minute bookings, which (laughs) seems quite risky. So there's a contradiction there. What do you make of that, Johnson? (sighs) Uh, well, I, I think we just want to be careful, but in our heart, um, you know, I think we still want to travel. We still want to go over. We, want to, we still want to go out of our countries. I mean, you know, being here for two years and and some nearby destination is so nearby, you know, it's maybe one or two hour flight away. And maybe, but when we go there, maybe we'll still be wearing our mask as, as we go. As we, we'll still take precaution as we travel out. Uh, we, we do want to, you know, just go and take a breather, you know, go over to maybe JB for a massage. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Go Why to, not? Go to Indonesia yeah. or something like that. Yeah. But that's the key. Never yeah. a truer word spoken. We just need to take a breather. Just what, need a massage. What Johnson, just need a massage. <laughs> that's what we need, Johnson. You, yeah. I, and Glenn, we all need a massage. Uh, Johnson, thanks so much for being with us today. Johnson Ong, the market director of Trip.com, talking about the new Trip Trends series of information and data. You can access that on Trip.com. Thanks for being with us, Johnson. Thank you. Thanks, thanks man. Have a great day. Thanks. On Money F- to listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A W E D I O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.